Ketchikan, Kotzebue, Dillingham, Sitka, Chukiat, Fairbanks, Fort Yukon, Wrangell, Barrow, Analaska, Dutch Harbor, Alaknarechamut. This is AK on Alaska News Nightly. I'm Dave Waldron. This week on AK, crafting career. People have come to Fairbanks from all over the state to sell their handmade goods during the Alaska Federation of Native Conference this week. At the craft fair, you can find everything from ivory carvings and handmade masks to mukluks, cuspucks, and even kippered salmon. As Emily Schwing reports, with unemployment around 75% in remote villages, these handicrafts and foods are one of the few ways rural Alaskans can pay their bills. The annual Alaska Federation of Natives convention is well known for its crafts fair. Edna Deacon is from Grayling. She came to Fairbanks to help her daughter sell handmade drums, small carved figurines and other trinkets. But she specializes in handmade birch bark baskets. She learned the craft from her father. Long time ago when I was a little girl, he used to bring me out for berries. And one time we didn't have nothing to pick berries and only our kick, our little, our cups. So he told me we're going to make a birch bark basket. I'm going to teach you how he told me. Decades later, Deacon sells her baskets for anywhere between 40 and $250. She uses the money to pay for heating fuel. But I'll have to save half of it for the food too. For food? For food, yes. Well, so what kind of food? Like a essential, like a flour, beans, rice. Deacon's earnings keep her afloat in Grayling, where the cost of living is well above the national average. That's a worry for Sitka-based Yupik artist Peter Williams. He says he's not sure his elders can really make ends meet in a setting like this. Like craft fairs, I think that's really tough to get a living wage. Like look at elders and what they're selling their prices for and just kind of like what their material costs are, what their costs are to get there to the craft fair, what the booth fair craft fairs are. And it's like, I don't even know if they're covering their booth fair. A booth at AFN's craft fair costs about $300. For Williams, that fee is manageable. He hunts seal and sea otters himself and works the fur into high-end fashion. He recently showed his work on a runway in Brooklyn, New York. Yeah, I showed um, seal and sea otter and combinations of seal and sea otter pencil skirt, um, vests, a combination of seal and sea otter vests, um, sea otter and seal mittens. Do you mind if I ask, um, how much does a seal skin pencil skirt go for? $1,500. $1,500. Okay. And then like a pair of mittens? Uh, $800. Yeah. Do do they pay the bills? Um, Those don't pay the bills. Um, With a price tag like $1,500, how come that doesn't pay the bills? Because I'm not selling enough. It's tough to make money at the craft fair and even outside, where tables line the sidewalk in front of the doors of the Carlson Center. That's where the convention takes place. Laura Stepanoff has stacked her table high with Ziploc bags stuffed with hand-processed salmon. They sell for $20 each. We got um, smoked uh, kings and smoked reds, 20, 20. Mm-hmm. And I got salmon berry jam and uh, pickled fish and uh, keppered fish. Stepanoff is from Chignik Bay. She's saving a little money on a booth fee by setting up outside, but she's also spent the week fighting high wind, glaring sun, and falling snow. Even so, on her first day, Stepanoff pulled in $2,000. 
almost enough to cover her annual $2,500 electricity bill at home. As the conference picks up, she could bring in between three dollars and $4,000, but money isn't the only reason she's here. We come here early for, because of the elders. Okay. You know, they're, they're happy to see us. They're, you know, and it's, it's just nice to see them and visit with them. AFN is the largest annual gathering of Alaska Native people in the state. It's a cultural celebration and a time to visit with friends and family. Elder Anna Frank grew up in Minto. These days, she's a well-known religious leader in Fairbanks. When AFN rolls around, she lays out her hand-beaded hair barrettes, fur slippers, and hand-sewn beaver hats next to a giant pan stacked high with homemade fry bread, $2 each. If I make good on my table, I probably could take a vacation to Seattle or something. Maybe go to the Mariners game or Seahawks or something. <laughs> that would be my vacation. Frank doesn't rely on her handicrafts as a reliable source of income, but she won't stop making them. It's to pass on our tradition, our customs, and the way we live. That's Edna Deacon's goal, too, but it's hard in a village like Grayling. She taught her grandson how to make baskets, but she's afraid his need for cash outweighs his desire to carry on a traditional way of life. He works in a... He goes out in the sea and go fishing. You have no time to uh, make baskets. For AK, I'm Emily Schwing in Fairbanks.